Welcome to Off the Shelf with your host, Wayne Hastings. During more than 30 years in the publishing industry, Wayne has done it all. And in this podcast, he shares his wisdom with you. Now, here's Wayne Hastings. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Wayne Hastings Company podcast. I hope you're having a pleasant day wherever you may be. My name is Wayne Hastings, and our company's purpose is to help you develop, write, market, and sell books that are remarkable and inspire people and maybe in some way change their life. Before I begin, let me remind you that you can email your questions or topic suggestions for these podcasts to me at info at waynehastings.com. We've got a real special podcast in front of us today as my good friend Jim Siebert joins us. Jim is an audio narrator, and, he, and we're going to talk about your book as an audio product. So, Jim, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Wayne. Jim, why don't you give us a little bit of history so my audience knows you and, and uh, knows the, the, what you've done in your life. Sure. Uh, I've been narrating audiobooks for about three years. Uh, it's not my first time behind the mic. Uh, when I came out of school, I was doing radio. I was a radio news announcer for pretty close to 20 years and uh, moved from radio into uh, uh, advertising agency because I wanted weekends off and it paid a little better. Uh, while I was at an advertising agency, uh, a gentleman that uh, ran a, an association for retail bookstores asked me to run an in-house ad agency for him. That introduced me to the publishing industry. And, uh, and a few years ago, I, was, I had a job where I was traveling around the country teaching uh, adult education, project management, a few other things. And I would drive from city to city to city in the middle of the country. Uh, I'd teach in one city, and then I'd drive three or four hours to the next. And as you know, in the middle of the country, uh, there isn't a whole lot of radio at night. And, and the radio there is, it's not, not all that fun to listen to. So I started listening to audiobooks. And uh, one day, I'm driving through out of Oklahoma or Texas or Arkansas or one of those states, and a little light bulb goes on uh, dimly, and it said, you know, uh, you could probably do this, because you used to talk for a living. So I fired off some emails to a bunch of friends I knew in the publishing business. Uh, one of them, uh, most of them wrote back and said, hey, you'd be great. Uh, we don't know anybody. Um, uh, one guy uh, wrote back and said, yeah, I, I know the fellow that uh, just started a, a Christian uh, audiobook company. And uh, why don't you talk to him? I talked to him. He gave me some books to record, and I'm working on my 30, 32nd book right nice. now. Nice. Well, that that's great. Jim has a Jim has an incredible background in the fact that he knows the book business. He knows a lot about the retail business, and now he's bringing this audio to the table. And I I just feel that Jim's become an expert in audio. We've worked together on a couple of titles, and it's. It's always been a joy. So as I look at numbers, Jim, and I'm a numbers kind of guy, so as I look at numbers, I'm still seeing audio sales climbing. Why do you, why do you think that's true? Why, why is audio, and maybe your story in the middle of nowhere is the, is the answer, but why, why, is audio, why do you think audio sales are climbing? Well, it really is climbing. Uh, I just, prior to the interview, uh, I went and looked on the uh, website for the Audio Book Publishers Association got the latest numbers. Um, 2017 audiobook sales numbers, uh, revenue, were up 22% over the previous year. Wow. And that was on top of 18% in the year before that. Hmm. So, you know, we're looking at 
close, statistically close to a 50% increase in just two years, and and we don't have the the 19 uh, or the uh, the 18 figures, 2018 figures in yet. So yeah, it really is growing. I think um, I think there's three things. Uh, number one, it's it's so much easier these days to to listen uh, to audiobooks. I remember the first audiobook I listened to was Tale of Two Cities, uh, done by Michael York, the uh, the British actor, and I remember it was on cassettes. And so I had this shoebox full of cassettes in my car, and I would have you know stick the cassette in, and then you have to flip it over every ninety minutes, and, and that type of thing. Now it's it's so easy. Uh, even a caveman can do it. I mean, you know, you, you push a button on your on your phone uh, or your tablet, and boom, there's the book. So I think number one, it's it's really easy to uh, to listen to them now. I think the second reason um, is that we are time poor. Uh, you know, I thought Americans, there's not a whole lot we need other than time. Uh, and we don't have the time to do the things we want to do. And as I talk to people who use audiobooks and listen to audiobooks, they're telling me, I, I, I do it when I'm on a treadmill. I do it when I'm, uh, you know, when I'm driving, when I'm doing dishes. It's one of the few things that we can really multitask on. You, know, you can do something else and listen. You know, to, to a book. And the third one, and there's, I have no statistical background. This is focus group of one, okay? Um, I think it's because a lot of us are getting older. I don't know if you've noticed, but we're, we're getting older. And uh, I, I have trouble reading. Um, now, I have to read because I read every book twice that I narrate. You know, I, I read it. Yeah. Before I narrate it, then I read it while I'm narrating it, and I find that while I'm while I'm reading, my eyes get tired quicker, my mind starts to wander, and with audio books, um, some people are different. My wife says she falls asleep listening to them, but with me, they they they, they give me a focus while I'm driving. I don't have the weary eye uh, driving long distances listening to audio books that I did when I was just listening to music. So three reasons: they're easier. It helps us multitask, and uh, and we're getting older. And we're getting older. Yeah, that boy, that's not true. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's it's true. <laughs> it, it is really true. So, so I'm an author, and uh, sometimes I speak, and I have products at the back table, but also uh, I want to reach as many people as I possibly can. So, yeah. why do you think audio is an important part of my overall product mix as a as an author, whether I'm with a traditional publisher or self published? Sure. Um, very quick answer. You want your product on as many shelves as possible. Hmm. Uh, no matter what it is, the orange juice or cars or shoes or eyeglasses or you know whatever. Um, this is a new shelf. This is a new channel. This is not new. It's been around for quite some time, but it's, it's, it's the newest, biggest growing thing. And, uh, those numbers, those, that, that 40% increase or so over a couple of years, some of those are going to be new consumers. Some of those are going to be people that, that, that were not readers before. They didn't like to read. They have maybe some physical issues and they can't read. And so they come to the table as audiobook listeners. But quite a few of those people are, are like me. Uh, if I weren't narrating... I would still be listening to audiobooks because it's because of my eyes. I get you know I get tired and, and all of that. 
So it's it's a growing segment, and uh, and you want to be in that segment. You want to be on as many shelves as you can be on. Yeah, exactly. Good, good answer. I I totally agree. So so again, I'm an author. Um, I like to think I know how to read, um, but um, knowing that, should I should I try to audio my own book or do I need to do it professionally? You know, um, that really depends on your on on your talent, uh, on your on your ability. Um, I, I, I don't know how to say this without sounding like an elitist or or something like that, but. Um, there is there is more than just the ability to pronounce the words. There's a, a tremendous amount of of, of ex- expertise that goes into a well-read audiobook. Um, you've seen actors, or you've seen people in you know, church plays or school plays or some or amateur plays that were trying their best, but they just they just weren't that good. And you watch them, and you say. Well, okay, uh, you know, and you give them, what do you, you give them a benefit of the doubt because they're amateurs. But here's this product, this book, and I've written a couple myself, so I know what an author goes through, the, the pain. You know, it's like, it's almost, it's a childbirth. It's a mental, you know, pain and effort that you go through. Don't you want the best cover? You want the best interior design? You want the best publicity agent that you can find um why would you go with something that's not the best uh in in your audio now that's not saying that there aren't uh, there there are some authors that do a tremendous job um but there aren't that many yeah right (laughs) you know know what i'm saying yeah well i liken it to the fact that we need to get professional editors aunt sally might be really nice and got an a in english but she's not an editor um, she's cheap, but she's not an editor. And book yeah. designers and book cover designers have an eye that certainly most authors don't have. And I think the same yeah. thing's true with audio. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'll tell you a funny story on myself real quickly if I can do it. I, I did a massive project called The Word of Promise, and it was the Bible um, performed uh, by several actors. Michael York, you mentioned earlier, Michael York was part of the cast, and I got yeah. to have a friendship with Michael York. It was kind of fun. But we had Jim Caviezel and... Michael York and Richard Dreyfus and ad infinitum of actors involved in this project. And the producer that, uh, the, the, that I hired to do the project was kind enough to ask me to take a small part. So he had me read a three paragraphs out of the book of Revelation as an angel. And, you know, <laughs> I, I like to read and I like to speak and I like to do all those sort of things. So I got in the studio and, um, after the 16th take, um, <laughs> they looked at me, the producer and, the, and the, there was a director involved, looked at me and said, all right, Wayne, you're Clint Eastwood and you're coming <laughs> into town with the greatest news you could ever give anyone. That's your role. Now do it. And I finally got it after on the 17th take. Yeah. So I know how difficult it is. You, it, it, it is an art all by itself to be able to, to do audiobook so last question sure um how you know i'm a now i'm, now I'm a self-published author author let's okay. focus just on self-publishing right now i'm a All self-publishing right. author what are the steps that i need to go through to get my book into audio how, how, how can i do that as a self-published author 
Yeah. Um, Amazon has Amazon obviously owns Audible, and Audible has a back end engine. Uh, known as the Audible Creative Exchange, or ACX. And they have a website, acx.com. Its sole function is to publish independently uh, published books, is to, is to be a distribution arm for independently published books. There's none, none of the big New York houses use ACX. None of the, none of the medium-sized um, uh, publishers use, uh, use ACX. It is primarily... Um, independent authors who um, uh, put their manuscript out there, and it's it's like an audition call. And you uh, you go on ACX, and you you can look through there, and you can listen to hundreds or thousands of, of different narrators if you want. And uh, actually, I had somebody about a year ago who came to me all of, just out of the blue. I got an email. They had gone to ACX. They had keyed in. You know, male, authoritative sound, uh, American English or whatever, and they heard me and they said, "We'd like you to, to do your book." So that's that's one way you can find uh, uh, narrators that way. The other thing, and, and what most independent authors that use ACX do, is they put their book up on on ACX on the platform and they just open it up for auditions. And there's instructions. You're not you're not working on your own. There's all sorts of videos on how to do it, but you. Uh, you then would uh, you would put your uh, your terms uh, whether this is going to be a royalty share where you share your royalties or whether you're going to pay the announcer um, the narrator to do it um, and you will get a wide range of people narrating you'll get brand new novice narrators it's their first ever book they know less about the industry than you do hmm. and then you will get people uh, like me that have done. Uh, dozens and dozens, or sometimes even hundreds of books. Um, sometimes I'll do it to uh, uh, I'll do it to practice. If there's a book that's that's going to be in a certain genre or a certain area, uh, I kind of think of these as uh, like summer stock theater that I'll I'll practice on. Uh, and you'll listen to these auditions. You'll uh, you'll pick one. Uh, they they will then give you a a 15 minute read. So that you can hear uh, what they're going to sound like in your book, and at that point you approve that and you move on. And there's there's you know there's deadlines and uh, and accountability all built into the thing. So it's a um, it's a pretty good system actually I think for authors. Uh, it's acx.com and you go on there and uh, just a point if you are going to acx and you and you are an author, you are known at acx as a rights holder. Mm. An RH, because some people that do it are—they're not the author. They're, you know, they're—they're they're doing it for them, or they're holding the rights to a right. uh, to a particular piece. And so when you go and you it, it, nowhere on there it says authors, and you go, well, this isn't for me. Yes, it is. You're the rights holder. Wow, wow, that's good. Good information, Jim. Thank you. So that was acx.com. Yeah. Yep. And it sounds like as a self-published author, you can move right in and get your book. Uh, professionally done and that then that goes up on amazon and and audible automatically once it's completed yes they and they do uh they they, they do technical checks in other words uh when when a, a narrator uh finishes a book on acx uh the first thing you do is you click i'm done and then the system alerts 
the right shoulder. So the right shoulder can then listen. I've had a, uh, I've had some authors who listen to the entire book, and I've had others that, that will pick and choose a, a few sections. And then if there needs to be corrections, uh, they mispronounce the name of a river or a city wrong, or they, you know, you hear them sniff or blow their nose or sneeze or, you know, anything like that, uh, which should be taken out anyway. But uh, you can bounce it back to them as the right shoulder, and you can say this and this and this needs to be fixed. Mm. And uh, then they'll fix it, and they'll upload the, the fixed file, the corrected file. They'll hit I'm done again. You'll go back as the right shoulder. Yeah, that's good. Then when the rights holder hits, I'm done or I'm finished, then it, 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 if, if there's a payment involved, uh, the uh, ACX will come back to the narrator and say, have you been paid for this? And if the narrator says, no, I haven't been paid for it, then it doesn't go live. So it's, you know, there's protection on oh, both nice. sides. That's good. Very good. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Well, thank you, Jim. This has been an education for, I'm sure, all of us on audio, and I just greatly appreciate the time you've taken to be with us and to give us this education, and I'm sure that if I get any questions, uh, I'm sure that that you can answer them. So to, to everyone out there, thanks for listening. We hope these podcasts help you as an author or a publisher. For more information, you can always visit my website, which is waynehastings.com, or send me an email at info at waynehastings.com with your questions. Thanks for listening. Until next time. You've just finished listening to another great episode of Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also be grateful for a review. If you'd like to suggest a topic, email info at waynehastings.com. Thanks for listening to Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings.